President Biden and Vladimir Putin meet up at the G7 meeting? Or did they? And then we take a look at the story of Max Kramer, a homeless video game designer who believes that he's trapped in the Matrix. And that is the most sane part of Max Kramer, today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. Hope you guys had an awesome weekend. Let's go ahead and get this episode started. First off, coming into Dead Rabbit Command, our newest Patreon supporter. Everyone give a round of applause to Phil Miles. Yay! Everyone give a round of applause. He's doing little bows and stuff like that. Phil, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, that's fine too. Just help spread the word about the show really Really helps out a lot. Phil, I'm going to go ahead and toss you a brand new set of keys to the Dead Rabbit Dirgible. We're going to leave behind Dead Rabbit Command. We are headed out to the G7 meeting in wherever that was held at. I didn't put it in my notes. Dead Rabbit Dirgible is flying somewhere where they held the G7 meeting. I'm assuming Switzerland, Norway, some nice country, right? It's not in Czechoslovakia. Unless unless you're listening from Czechoslovakia, then that's the best country ever. We're at the G7 meeting. It's June 16th, 2021. And you can say, Jason, wait a second. How are you going to report on this story if you don't even know where it takes place? Well, guys, I don't need facts. I just need the news. Because this story is from our favorite website, Real Raw News. This is where we don't even have to worry about things like information. We don't have to worry about who, what, when, where, why, how. That's for the lamestream media. Real Raw News serves it undercooked and not ready to eat. You still have to cook it a little bit more, but we're not gonna. President Biden was at the G7 meeting, and he was there to meet Vladimir Putin and some other dudes, some other world leaders. I don't know, the guy from France, Macron. Uh, There's probably like someone from Australia, right? Probably walks in. They're late. Because it took so long to get from the other side of Flat Earth. And then there's like, uh, uh, who's the lady in Germany? Merkel. But uh, Real Raw News gives us all we need. G7, President Biden's there. Or is he? Because I know you guys watch all the video clips. President Biden there. But that wasn't really him. According to Real Raw News. This is mind-blowing. I don't understand why they're not covering this. Real Raw News reveals the truth. President Biden was not at the G7 meeting. The reason why was because he had a horrible stroke and he's paralyzed from the waist down. (laughs) Let me back up here for a second. I want you guys to be fully aware. If you're listening to the show for the first time, I don't believe that, okay? I don't want someone to be like, wait a second. No, but real raw, I'm just reporting the realest, rawest news. So if you see Biden walking around, if you see Biden mobile, it's not President Biden. And you go, oh, is it a clone? Because we have all this cloning technology. Like, didn't weren't they chasing around Hillary Clinton's clone recently? It's not a clone. You go, well, it must be like a hologram then. Because I saw that video on YouTube of Obama and Bush and some other president who's standing Abraham Lincoln. I saw him and he was a hologram. No, it's not a clone, even though we supposedly have that technology. It's not a hologram, even though we have this technology. What it is, it's not a clone. It's not a hologram. It's a body double. They have a lifelike Joe Biden mask that this guy puts on, and then he walks around and he does presidential stuff. 
Now, recently we covered a story from also Real Raw News where the Navy SEALs were hunting down Nancy Pelosi. And it was also, it was a woman just wearing a very realistic Nancy Pelosi mask. Well, apparently, apparently they also have one of these for Joe Biden. He's not clone worthy. He's not hologram worthy. They just take some dude and go, ah, wear this rubbery old man mask. So Joe Biden is actually a man in a mask. Who, you ask, right? <laughs> no one's asking that because no one's believing it. But they actually give us the answer in real raw news. This is what I find so fascinating about made-up news like this. Like, you could easily just go... Uh, that wasn't really Joe Biden. He had a stroke. He's paralyzed from the waist down. So they hired some guy to pretend to be Joe Biden with a mask. And people are just going to nod their heads and go, that's stupid. That's stupid. I'm totally going to believe in that. That That is so far-fetched I will believe in that. Some lies, you just make them brief. Not real raw news. That's why I don't work for this cutting-edge journalism company. They'd fire me on the spot. No, it's not just that they hired some 82-year-old guy. They hired 82-year-old actor Arthur Roberts. So who's Arthur Roberts, though? Let's all pretend Let's all pretend that we're idiots and we want to know who Arthur Roberts is. According to Real Raw News, he is, this is his claim to fame, was portraying the evil ninja, Brayden, in the 1983 martial arts film Revenge of the Ninja. So I go, wait a second. This is a real guy? This is a real guy. They actually found, they actually went to IMDb and found a guy, found an old man, a real dude, and say, this is Joe Biden. Just make it up. Just make it up. Say he was working in the community theater or something. You don't even have to give his name. But this information is so specific, you can go to this guy's IMDb page. But I went and I looked at some of the other roles he was in, because if this guy's actually portraying the 46th president of the United States, he better have more on his resume than evil ninja. Or he was the evilest ninja in the movie, but he was in uh, he was in uh, Red Alert, Command and Conquer. Sorry, sorry, video game nerds. Sorry, Command and Conquer, Red Alert. He was General Gunter von Eastling. So there we go. If you guys remember that full motion video game, he was the blurry guy in the green outfit. He was also in a movie called uh, Hammerhead, which I saw. Um, Let me read you the description of Hammerhead, because you may be thinking it's about a shark. And you're half right. You're half right. You think it's about a Hammerhead shark. I thought this was the greatest description of a movie ever. A scientist tries to save his son. from This is this is from IMDb. I'm not making this up. I didn't add any words. A scientist tries to save his son from cancer, but his experiments turn him into a shark man instead. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Jeffrey Combs was in it. He's my favorite actor, but also President Biden. President Biden was in Hammerhead. He was also in, here's some great movies that our current president is in, because he's acting president now. He was in Countess Dracula's Orgy of Blood, The Erotic Adventures of the Invisible Man. And finally, my favorite, my favorite of these, Scared Topless. So I, I have to say, I've never been more excited for a Biden presidency in my life. Like at first, you know, I'm on the national stage, national politics. I'm always like, I don't think they really have much power. There's stuff behind the scenes. I'm more of a local politics guy. This, this is awesome. This is awesome. Now when I see President Biden, I'm, I'm going to have to watch The Erotic Adventures of the Invisible Man, which I read the description for that movie. It's what you would think. It's about a guy who turns invisible and starts pinching women's butts. So there we go. And let me add this too. So here's the, always a the thing with like body doubles, right? 
that you could take me and I could be changed with like Alex Jones or something like that. But we have obvious physical differences, right? It wouldn't work, right? You could obviously go, that's weird. Uh, Alex Jones, he, he's differently shaped. That's always the issue with these things. Now, again, this is what I don't understand. If you're making it up, why would you make up this detail? Just don't, just don't tell me this detail at all. I never would have asked this. Let me read you this quote. This is from Real Raw News. Because Joe Biden is six feet tall. But Arthur, Arthur Roberts, the star of Scared Topless, is six foot two. Why they picked him, why they picked a man who was two inches taller, who knows? But here's this quote in Real Raw News. I love this. Quote, although Robert's IMDB page lists his height at six foot two, in 1995 he suffered a severe spinal. <laughs> why? Why include this detail? I never would have asked. I never would have. Although Robert's IMDb page lists his height at six foot two, in 1995 he suffered a severe spinal compression. <laughs> he suffered a severe spinal compression injury that reduced his height by approximately two inches. Unquote. Did Bugs Bunny hit him with a mallet? <laughs> like how? how could, could you imagine an accident so intense? That you get hit so hard with something that you're at the doctor's office and you stand up and you realize, hey, what's that door frame? You must have really tall doors here. The door frame's like two inches taller than it. And they're like, Arthur, I hate to tell you, I hate to tell you, but Wiley Coyote dropped that anvil on your head. You're two inches shorter. Why include a detail like that? Just make the dude up. Make the dude up. I don't, this is what drives me nuts about these stories. And if that is true, I'm so sorry to this guy. I can't imagine getting hit with something so heavy that I shrink. <laughs> he has an accordion body. You see Joe Biden kind of bouncing around when he walks. This story, when I checked this yesterday, I found this story yesterday. 43,000 visits to this story. Real Raw News is not an obscure website. I mean, maybe in the mainstream, 43,000 views. It was published on the 16th. I was reading it on the 19th. So it's getting over 10,000 views a day. And the comments are like, yeah, Biden sucks, all that, all that stuff. It's just, they, they believe it. They believe that the star of Swimsuit the Movie is the president of the United... or pretending to be the president of the United States. It's so fascinating to me. It's so fascinating to me. They overdo their fan fiction. They overdo this narrative. I do want to see... I do want to see these movies now, though. I am going to have to watch The Erotic Adventures of the Invisible Man. I've actually seen them in a couple movies, because longtime listeners of the show know I watch a lot of sci-fi channel movies. He was in a movie called Gargoyle. It was okay. And he was in Curse of the Komodo, which was actually pretty good. I actually really liked that movie. And he did a really good job in that movie. He was an evil scientist who created these giant Komodos, Komodo dragons, and they were trapped on the island. I remember it vividly. Like, it was, it was an entertaining sci-fi channel movie, these giant intelligent Komodos. Curse of the Komodo. Ted Rabbit recommends Curse of the Komodo. Anyways. Phil Miles, I'm going to go ahead and toss you the keys of the Carpenter Copter. We're recording this episode live with the Patreon 
listeners watching it. And uh, Rudy Jazz just informed me the G7 meeting was held in Cornwall. And that is in England. So there you go. That's a good reason why I do these episodes live. Phil Miles, I'm going to give you the keys to the Carpenter Copter. We're leaving behind Cornwall. We are headed out to Santa Monica, California. (laughs) This story was recommended to me by Oogs, and it has been both a blessing and a curse because he has shown me a website. It's a very, very rare type of view into an insane mind. Because we have, we run into this all the time, incomprehensible madness. Where you, like stuff like, uh, what was that, the time cube? Where it's just all of these rantings and stuff about the way the earth is a square or whatever it was. I was never into it. It was just, it was incomprehensible. And and you run into that all the time. We get into gang stalking subreddits. You just read it and you're like, where is the swamp? Like, what does this even mean? It's incomprehensible madness. But every so often you find someone who has a foot in each world. Where not only are they truly, truly, by all definition, insane. But they're lucid enough to form sentences and to write out a narrative structure. It's, it's a very, very rare that you come across this. I think the most obvious example that we've covered on this show was Steve Lightfoot, who I covered episodes five and six. I One of my favorite conspiracies. It's one of the reasons why I started the show was because to document weirdness like his website. He believes that Stephen King shot John Lennon. And he spent the last uh, 20 years trying to prove it. He has a van that's covered in signs and stickers that say LennonMurderTruth.com. That's the name of his website. I bought his newsletter because I'm so enamored, so enamored by it. It's my second love next to Balloon Boy. I love it. And I remember just spending hours on his website. This was even before the podcast was started, just reading these rants, these insane rants. I'm The one that struck out to me the most and I could never find it again the problem with some of these websites is you're just the links are always broken you're trying he had this thing so he believes that he's going to uncover the John Lennon murder conspiracy and I was reading this back like in I mean you know it's before I started the podcast so it would have been like 2017 I was reading this post and he goes I'm going to expose Stephen King you guys are all asleep at the wheel like I know Stephen King killed John Lennon I'm going to expose it and it's just page after page after page of that But read it through, and he goes, I know that someday I'm going to be on The Tonight Show, and I can picture it right now. He goes, every year on the anniversary where I expose Stephen King, I'll be on The Tonight Show, and the audience will clap, and they'll cheer for me, and I'll walk out on stage. And you know what? We'll let Stephen King out of prison just for this. I'm going to have a cage on wheels, and I'm going to roll it out into the Tonight Show set, and everyone's going to be clapping, and I'm going to do a little bow, and the host, I think, was probably Jay Leno at this point, is going to interview me, and I'll have the wittiest answers. And then I I watched the movie Joker, and I was like, yeah, that when I saw that scene in the Joker where he imagined himself on the Murray show, yeah, it was so weird. I remember reading that and I thought, this guy is fully delusional. Like, he thinks it's going to happen. But it's rare. A lot of times you just find insane madness. Like, you just it's incomprehensible. So a listener named Oogs recently sent me this website that he discovered a long time ago called Immortal Jewish Car Machine. The website itself is gone, but 
Luckily, thank God, the Wayback Machine has archived probably about 98% of it. He sent this to me, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday of last week, and I've already spent, I don't know, six, seven hours going through it, and I'm barely scratching the surface, but I wanted to start sharing the story with you. There's going to be more information that's coming out soon. But, but I mean, it is if you're like, Jason, the website's been down for like five or six years. Yes, but there's so much to go through. I'm sure we're going to discover more. I almost feel like an archaeologist going through this. Apparently, the backstory is, Oogs found out about it. He had a friend who worked at a library, and every so often, this homeless man would come into the library. He'd log into the computer. He'd be typing stuff in and chuckling to himself, muttering. He just kind of stood out in the pack. The, the friend couldn't figure out what he was doing. I mean, he's probably just online looking at porn or something like that, but he was curious. One day, this homeless man leaves the computer unlogged off. So the friend went over there to see what he was on. Assuming, again, it's probably porn. It was admin. It was like an admin login for the website Immortal Jewish Car Machine. For people who study this type of stuff, this is the equivalent of coming across a lost civilization. Because we're looking at a man who is nuts, but can form sentences that we can all understand. And, and so I think that's enough of an introduction. Let's get into this. What is, I don't understand what the immortal part is. The immortal Jewish car machine is the website. It's also, he calls it freedom of speech bum, is what he calls it. But his name is Max Kramer. The website's been offline since about, I want to say, 2014, 2016. It's all in the Wayback Machine. But let's let's start the ball rolling on this one. Immortal Jewish Car Machine. We don't know what the immortal part is. I'm sure I'll get to that at some point. I, Jewish, he is Jewish. He talks about being Jewish all the time. So he's homeless. He's Jewish. We know that stuff about him. His name is Max Kramer. I believe he's at my age. And he lives in Santa Monica. I've gotten that much detail clear just from reading random stuff. But the car machine is the most important part of this. It's not the most insane, but it's the most important part. Car machine is actually computer-assisted reality. This is really the thesis to Max Kramer's vision of the world. We live in the Matrix. That is old hat. You can find people, you can find top-level scientists who believe we probably live in some sort of Matrix. Us living in the Matrix, I wouldn't even waste my time doing an episode on that, right? You're like, Jason, that's my favorite topic. It's just so well-known that you hear that all the time, we live in a Matrix. But Max Kramer has some interesting spins on this one. He lives in the Matrix. We're all Sims. We're all CGPs, or computer-generated people. There are a few other real humans in the Matrix he calls power players. But for the most part, we're just computer graphic people. We're background noise. We're Sims. That is, again, that's a very 18-year-old thought process. <laughs> like Jason, I have that thought process, too. I'm the only real person. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, just kind of a... Baby's first existential crisis type of thing. Like, maybe I'm the only thing that exists. When I die, the universe disappears, stuff like that. That's not out of the ordinary either. Other people believe that. He believes he is the only real per or one of the few real people on the planet. Everyone else is a sim. Fine. But this is where we start to go from kind of just a standard conspiracy theory to dangerously insane. He has a quote. 
some Americans are not Americans. You see, because we don't exist, any crime committed against us is not a crime. We are props to him. Here's another quote from him. Simulated crime is not a crime because there is no victim. No, you're like, Jason, okay, this guy has some interesting philosophical things. Let me finish the quote. Simulated crime is not a crime because there is no victim. No victims, the quote continues, lots of fun and no punishment. Unquote. I don't know if he said it that menacingly, but that's who Max Kramer is in a nutshell. He believes that not only do we not exist, but it's it's fun to torture us. But it's when we get into the specifics of the website, like, that's just the overview. And honestly, that's not even the craziest part. When you start drilling into the specifics, when you start clicking on the links of things like deceive and be deceived, that's when you get to the mwah, the pure, raw fruit of madness. Max Kramer could probably get a job at Real Raw News because he believes in these things called life cast suits. It's what it sounds like. It's a suit that you put on that looks exactly like somebody else. So you can imitate them. You can be them. That people can buy these suits or make these suits and imitate other people. So if you were a homeless man and you lived in a world where you could have a suit that allowed you to disguise yourself, preferably as a non-homeless man, you disguise yourself as an even more homeless man. If you had the ability, if you were homeless, you had the ability to buy a suit that would make you look like the local shopkeeper or even just a waiter. You could go in there, eat some food, right? That's what you would do. You're like, Jason, <laughs> if I was homeless, I could appear like anybody. I'd appear like Joe Biden. I'd go and have a job. I wouldn't just become a waiter and eat some soup and be like, oh, sci-fi technology is so, so useful. Oh. Oh, it was a soup now, and I got the waiter. I got the waiter fired from his job because he was eating soup. He was stealing soup. Oh, this sci-fi is so awesome. No, Jason, think higher than that. Well, Max Kramer thought higher than that too. Max Kramer thought higher than that in his section of his website, "Deceive and Be Deceived." He he goes through a couple steps on what he would do with a life cast, and also just in case you're clear on this, you can also get a vocal box transplant. And though, say you don't have a lot of money, let's say you're homeless. Let's say, for example, you're homeless. We have this quote here, quote, amateur life cast might be able to be made with melted chewing gum and grocery store products. He doesn't explain the recipe. He doesn't explain the recipe, but he lets us know that if you have enough milk, Melted chewing gum and grocery store products, so anything from like a box of Tide detergent to beef jerky, you could possibly look like Andy Circus or something like that. That's the guy I choose to be, a man who becomes a bunch of other people. I'm just wearing a green suit, walking on the street. They're like, hey, Andy. This, though, he's come up with, he's thinking ahead of the box. He's not the, the, the dude that I just named Andy Circus. He's not that guy. He comes up with this plan. He calls it the terrible life cast ultimate crime. He's always talking about committing crimes, dude. Step one, scout out a wealthy victim with similar genes to you. 
So he says they should have the same height, which at least he has that detail better than the real Ron is. You want to find someone who's around the same height, and it would be helpful if you guys had a similar voice. It's like I said, this is lucid. Like, he is putting some thought into this. And it should be someone that already matches a suit you have. So apparently you're supposed to go out, you're supposed to go out and be like, I'd like a rich snooty suit, please. And then you wear this life cast suit and then you just walk around until you see someone who looks like that suit. That doesn't sound effective. That doesn't sound effective at all. Again, sometimes lucid. Then you spy on the family. This is so crazy. This, this is so, that first step makes sense. Find a rich guy, look like him. Now, the second step, literally the second step is where it gets super creepy. But remember, this isn't a crime because we don't exist. He could do this. Two, spy on the family, learn habits, memorize passwords. That makes sense. The little do-do-do-do-do-do-do keypad thing. You're sitting in the bushes. You're sitting in the bushes. You're looking like a rich dude. You're watching the rich dude walk around the house and you're memorizing everything. Step three, this is what you're ready to do. Step three. Break into house. Very, very simple part of the plan. Makes sense. If you're going to replace this person, you have to physically be there as well. You can't replace the person you're in another country. It wouldn't make sense. Step three, break into the house. Step four. Step four. We're not even halfway through the steps. Kill the father. You kill the guy. Now you go, Jason, of course. You gotta of course you gotta murder the guy. You're taking him over. Well, that's step four. But later on, on step one, it's not even a step. After you read this, if you've read this and you're going through a checklist, you got your life cast made out of chewing gum and matchsticks. You're walking around looking like this rich guy. You're just going through the list. After the list, after the list, he adds a separate thing. Or keep him alive. Right after you've already murdered him, after you're going through the list, you're like, check mark. Killed the dad, and then you finish reading the list, or keep him alive, and he explains why you should keep him alive. It doesn't make sense. But what if you need to leave his DNA behind? So you keep the you you kidnap the dad that you're disguised as, you time no chair, and then let's say that someone's suspicious of you. You could say, go back to your <laughs> go back to your kidnapping hovel. Get a little DNA swab from that guy, rub it in your mouth, and then go, you don't think I'm your father? Uh, test my saliva. So that, <laughs> that makes sense, right? Whenever someone's suspicious, they're like, hmm, you're acting a little off today. You're like, would you like to test my bodily fluids? That's a totally normal, that's a totally non-alien thing to say. He also says that you may need, like, his saliva for DNA. Also... Keep him alive because you may need his poop. Doesn't explain. <laughs> Doesn't explain why you would need a kidnapped victim who looks like you. Why you would need their poop. I don't, can't even figure that out. The only thing possible is that if people are getting suspicious because you have like different bowel movements. So you'd have to go and like get their poop and throw it in the toilet bowl and then come out and be like, honey. Tell the kids, look at that. And she's like, that is, that is your dad's poop. Looks like he's like little rope fibers in it. Like he's been trying to chew at his own restraints. Oh, no. That, that, that was a new diet I was on. The real me is not kidnapped, barely clinging to life. But so, yes, you can keep him alive. That is an option that he gives you after the list. Just 
don't keep him alive because you're not a murderer. Keep him alive because you may need his poop. Kill the father was step four. Step five, drain the bank account. You don't need to kill the dude to do that. You don't even need to break into the house to do that. You have his passwords. You've memorized all of his mannerisms. Just go to the bank. Right? Just go to the bank. And if he had ended the list on step five, you'd be like, oh, Max, sure, sim crime is not a crime. Whatever. But then he does step six. And this is where, because there may be people going, Jason, the guy's a homeless dude. He's a veteran. I left that detail out because I didn't want you to think I was going too hard on this guy yet. He's a veteran. I respect the soldiers. He's a veteran. He's a homeless guy. He's picking up cans everywhere. He believes that he's trapped in the Matrix. You're kind of just making fun of an insane dude. And, and a veteran. Now that you named that, you jerk. Hold on. Hold on, because I totally get that impulse. I totally get that impulse. But you didn't let me get to step six. Okay, because it's totally... <laughs> After step six, you're going to be like, oh, Max. Ugh. Step one, get a suit looking like a rich guy. Step two, spy on the family. Three, break into the house. Step four, kill the father. Maybe you might need his poop. Step five, drain the bank account. Step six molest the kids. You think that's bad? I I didn't finish. I did not finish. That's exactly what he wrote. Molest the kids. And then he wrote, Daddy, no. Daddy, no. Exclamation point. Because the exclamation point (laughs) makes it worse. And there was no way I was going to read that as a child's voice. Step seven. That's not even the end of it. Why would you do that? Why would you, why would even cross your mind, Max, to do that? First off, to think it, but second, don't write it down. I don't get it. Like, this is where people are, I mean, when I was reading this, I'm like, ha ha ha, kill it, kill the dude, why is he doing that? And then I got to step six. I got to step six, and I go, what? That's awful. Step seven. Step seven. (laughs) Don't even need to do step six. There's no point. Step seven. This is a total de-escalation. Sell the house. Which I wrote in my notes. How? You're in jail. You're in prison for doing that to your children. Why would you do that? But step seven. Sell the house. That takes so long to... Just drain the bank account and leave. Buy another shoot, another rich person. Sell the house. Then fake the dude's death. What? I, I, just, why? I, like, I guess I. You're not him. It's not. You just take the suit off, throw it in the bushes, and walk away or burn the suit. It's very hard to fake a death. You actually, you've already killed, you've killed the guy, right? You've already killed the real guy, most likely, either through killing him or just, like, taking so much of his poop, he just kind of shrivels up. You don't have to go on, like, one one flight to the Bahamas, please, on your lowest-fueled jet. Like, just don't, just disappear. That was step eight. And then step nine, because this is the world of Max Kramer, he has to put this in here. He has to put the. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What's your step nine? 
It's not something that I would need to write down. Step nine, take off the disguise. No duh, Max. Like, you're like sitting at home. You've successfully done everything. You're an abhorrent monster. And then you're like, oh, all in, all in one day's work. And you're sitting at home. You're dressed up as this dude. And then the cops bust in. And they arrest you for all of these crimes. And you're like, oh, dang it. I, why didn't I think of a last one? Why didn't I take the suit off? It wasn't on my checklist. I didn't think to do step nine. He does also let us know the history of the spy disguise evolution. He gives us a very handy list of uh, disguises throughout human history, from caveman days to today. Blood, did you know that? The very first costume was blood. It was just a bloody guy, and they're like, hey, who are you? And he's like, blah. And they didn't know he got a surprise attack. After that, they realize that that's a really effective suit, but the problem is you have to be horribly wounded to have it. You either have to kill someone and cover yourself in their blood, which at that point you're just standing there and you're like, why am I disguised? I already murdered that guy. Or you cut yourself and you get all super bloody. So then someone goes, wait a second. Theo over there, that wasn't a traditional caveman name. Theo over there is covered all in blood. He's just lying dead on a rock. It's not the best disguise. Mud! was the second disguise people started using. After that, little known fact, so you had blood, mud, uh, dead human skin. Remember remember that? Remember that, you paleontologists that listen to this podcast? You look at the old, uh, they, called, they didn't call the crustacean area for nothing. <laughs> You're like, Jason. One, there is no crustacean era. Secondly... <laughs> If there was, humans weren't around then. I think you mean the Cretaceous area, but I don't even think you're pronouncing that right. And there still weren't humans around. You just wanted to make a joke about crusty skin. You're right. The dead human skin. And then after that, this is where we get to some real stuff. Paint. That makes sense. I could see mud being a disguise early on. Paint being a disguise. Wood mask. That's true. See, this again, he gets he gets lucid. Blood, mud, human skin, dead. Paint, wood mask, tattoo ink. Then there's a pretty big jump. Because tattoo ink still would have been like, what, 1600s? When it got mainstream. Tattoo ink. That's really not a good disguise either. Like, oh no, look, it's a dragon coming. The guy just has a dragon tattoo on his forearm. The next evolution of the disguise in human history. We went from dead human skin, paint, wood mask, tattoo ink. Ski mask. Max, those the reason why they're called ski masks is they were made for skiing. That wasn't made as a disguise. But anyways, the ski masks, and there's, there's, there has to be hundreds of years worth of masks. If, if you're a maskologist, let me know how many masks. But then we go from the ski mask to the rubber life cast, which is what we're talking about here, which we talked about Joe Biden having one as well. And now we are in the era of the edible smart cast. So he believes that not only can you look exactly like a rich, famous person, but when you're done with doing that, you can then eat the costume, which is actually a great way to dispose of evidence. Because you eat the costume, and there you go. <laughs> you know how hard it would be to eat a six-foot co- <laughs>
Dude, you'd get so full. And how edible is it if it's made out of melted bubblegum and toothpicks? You're like, oh, man. I should have just bought one of the real ones. You're going to eat. I, I Can you eat six foot of anything? And you go, Jason, you could have like a six foot sub from from you can have a six foot sub from subway or something like that you can but it's also not three feet wide like a human suit would be massive <laughs> the cops are coming you're like oh man i'm only down i'm only down to the waist i got so much of this suit to eat. <laughs> you're trying to like kicking in your door you're all arr, 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 eating as fast as you can oh man listen man we have barely scraped the surface of this. That's one page that we've talked about. That is one page. Did I tell you guys he's a video game developer? He's developed 90 video games. Let me back up. He hasn't programmed anything. He has 90 video game stories that he's come up with. One about a character he's created that's a Batman-esque vigilante called Jack-O-Lantern. One, there's, there's like three or four games where the point of the game is you recycling cans? You're recycling cans. There's con. There's a game called the Flutter Birds, where you're on. A, you're a Flutter Man. You're working for General Flutterbird, and you have to stop snipers who have killed everyone in a neighborhood and put all the bodies in a dumpster. That's the first. That's the first level, by the way. I mean, the, to be honest, the games sound fantastic. The games sound so amazing. And we're going to cover all this. Stuff. I got to spread it out. I mean, I could honestly just spend the next month talking about this guy. We got to spread it out. I think we'll do one or two more this week. But I feel like an archaeologist who has, I, I didn't find it. Oogs sent it to me. But thank you so much. I, I just, I've, I'm so happy I found this website. This is something that I love, this type of stuff. But let's put on our conspiracy caps. I can't fanboy about this all day long. Let's put on our conspiracy caps here and wrap it up like this. Conspiracy cap fully on. <laughs> I say that three times. What if Max is right? I'm not talking about the Matrix stuff. I'm not talking about the we're computer graphic people. What if him and Real Raw News are right? And I'm the fool. And there are lifelike suits people can wear out there. Look just like Joe Biden or Eddie Murphy or Andy Serkis or whoever. That would be terrifying, right? Because we wouldn't know they existed. You would just go about and you'd see you'd see Eddie Murphy walking down the street. You're like, hey, Eddie. He's all, ha, 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 ha. You're like, Jason, that is the worst. That might be the worst. If I saw Eddie Murphy, if I saw Eddie Murphy make that noise, I would assume he was choking. Anyways, I was... Now I'm imagining myself walking around in a skinny... God damn it. I was trying to make a scary, scary... Where some guy comes into your house and he looks like your dad or whatever. He looks like your loved one and is really Max Kramer. But now I just imagine 280-pound Jason walking around in an Eddie Murphy suit. Like the, the red leather suit is... It's like skin tight on me. You're like, Jason, you are clearly not anywhere. You sound like Fat Albert. That sounded like Fat Albert noise. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, so that was supposed to, that was supposed to be a scary ending. Um, but while you're going to sleep tonight, 
why you don't sleep tonight. You're sleeping soundly, knowing that Jason Carpenter is behind bars. He didn't get away with pretending to be Eddie Murphy. But while you're sleeping at night tonight, your bedroom door opens. And there stands your loved one looking at you. But is it your loved one or is it Max Kramer wearing their skin? There you go. <laughs> it's kind of spooky. <laughs> Dead Rabbit Radio. This, this episode way off the rails. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash Radio. Twitter is at DeadRabbitRadio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.